What's going on, guys? Zach Evanesh here with another episode of the Strong Life Insider. And in this episode, we're piggybacking on what I spoke about last time. In the last episode, I believe it was 36, spoke about how I've helped athletes gain 30 pounds of muscle. Now, those athletes were certainly beginners. Their body took to the training much faster than if you're an intermediate or certainly an advanced lifter. But that being said, you know, transparency, that being said, most athletes, even when they are beginners, are not willing to do all of the things necessary to gain the 30 pounds or even 10, 15 pounds. And so what hit home for me was on my YouTube channel, and my uh, username is the same, as uh, Twitter and Instagram, go to Z Evanesh, Z E V E N E S H. And I did a uh, behind the scenes look at an old strength and health magazine, or maybe it was Muscle Builder Power, actually, 1976. Okay, I was born in 1975. And it was an outline of Franco Colombo's chest routine. And uh, may he rest in peace. He just passed away uh, a few weeks ago. And I take you through the uh, article through uh, YouTube. So I will link everything up over at ZachEvanish.com for episode 37. And Franco does a very high volume training protocol. Now, back in the 70s, that was the big thing. You know, Nautilus and Arthur Jones hadn't really hit the big time yet. They really started taking off in the uh, 80s when they started doing the high intensity training, one set to failure. But The need for volume is actually important at times. And my friend Marty Gallagher oftentimes talks about more of a minimalistic approach. That's how he learned how to train. That's how he was mentored. That's what they do when they're training the the tier one guys when they are home, not deployed. When they are home, they're doing all kinds of um, training, whether it's tactical training, um, intelligence work. They've got 12 to 15 things going on every day. They don't have the time or the energy, and it's not beneficial for them to do volume work. But a lot of the beginners and intermediates simply do not know how to apply themselves all out to one set or even two or three sets with intensity, hence the reason why they're going to need some form of volume work. And you can do these smaller micro cycles in three or four week blocks and uh, kind of stagger it with more of like an intermediate or lower volume approach. So for example, when I look at Franco's workout, and you'll be able to see this in the video, but for those of you listening, here's a quick rundown. And of course, it's just a sample, right? He was being interviewed. It's a sample. Um, I'm sure he's trained differently as far as the order of exercises, because being a big fan of Arnold and, and Franco and Arnold trained together, I remember how Arnold trained. So here's what's in the uh, magazine article. 1976. Starts out with dips. Four sets, 15 to 20 reps. Then he does barbell pullovers, four sets of 15 or three by 20. Then he goes to dumbbell pullovers, four sets of 15 or three by 20. So right now we're at about 12 sets of work. Then he does incline benching, five by eight. Dumbbell flies on the flat bench, four by 10. So we're at 12, 17, 21 sets. Then he goes to the bench press, three by eight, heavy. 
Then he'll do one set of five or six. Then he'll do another set of three or four. Then he'll do one or two sets of one or two reps. So we're looking at somewhere in the vicinity of 25 sets. Now, I used to train like this when I was in high school. I would do one body part a day, lots of volume. I would be so sore. I remember if it was legs, I'd be sore for days. If it was chest, like you couldn't poke my chest with one finger without me being in agonizing pain. And I think this high volume of work with incorrect exercises certainly played a role in beating up my shoulder. Now, I wouldn't do this much volume, but when you have some of these weak athletes that you might be training as an athlete, or maybe you want to go through a micro cycle, a mini cycle of volume training, let's say it's the winter time, you're eating more, as Marty Gallagher says, you're doing seasonal eating. So it's winter time, you're eating more soups, you're having kind of, you know, more stews, more heavier food compared to the summertime when you're eating less meats, having more fruits and veggies. So you might go through a micro cycle of it. And I want to give you a breakdown of how I trained the past two months when I was going three days a week to a local bodybuilding slash powerlifting gym. It worked out great for me. And and everybody that saw me was telling me, Zach, you put on a lot of muscle. You look great. And so let me give you some examples of what I consider volume training. So if I went in and it was a lower body day, I would get in a Lighter high rep warm up. This felt great, not just physically, but also mentally. So I would go in and, for example, I would do leg extensions. I would pick three exercises usually and do three rounds. Leg extensions for about 20 reps, pretty lightweight. Then I would do leg curl variations, usually in the 10 to 15 range. Um, Your hamstrings are more fast twitch, more of a dense fiber, so they respond better to lower reps, although I do like the high rep work on a warm-up for the for the knee health and just getting the joints warmed up. So I would do lying or standing leg curls, 10 to 15 reps. Then I would do some sort of a leg exercise. Uh, I don't recall the name of this machine. I think it's called a power squat where you have the padding on your shoulders and the machine is the the foot plate is on a 45 degree angle. So I would do that with just like one or two plates of, on each side and hit somewhere around 15, 20 reps, mixing up how wide my feet are as well. If it was an upper, uh, and by the way, on lower body day, I, I'll also sneak in um, some face pulls um, because I want to prepare my upper back, maybe lat pull downs, prepare my back for when I load my back with um, squatting or if I'm deadlifting. I'll also do some back extensions. So I might sneak those in as well. So I might even do five exercises, moving very fast, 15, 20 reps on average, a lot of blood flow, and you could just feel your body getting a great pump. Then I would go and do my working exercises, and I would still sometimes touch on the upper body on a leg day. So I might be doing squats or box squats, and after every set, I'll go and do chest supported T-bar row for five to 10 reps. Then when I'd be done with those uh, squats and and chest supported rows, I'll do two or three sets of a unilateral exercise like Bulgarian split squats. I might couple it with dumbbell RDLs or farmer walks. And uh, then when I'm done, I might even hit another repeat of the warm-up: Leg extensions, leg curls, two rounds, 20 reps, done. So those warm-up and finishers are not very heavy, whereas back in my early days, 
I used to just try to kill everything. Okay, if it was chest flies, cable crossovers, I was killing it. So I'm not killing it. I'm working it quality over high intensity self-destruct. Then if it was an upper body day, I'm doing lots of face pulls, lots of upper body, um, upper back work, chest supported reverse fly. You know, that's for your rear delts and upper back. So I'll do a tricep push down variation. I will go to a machine and do a seated bench or incline machine bench press for reps. Uh, maybe even some cable crossovers. I'll do some sort of upper back rear delt work, whether it's chest supported rear delts, um, shrugs, uh, lat pull downs with different bars, different handles. And I would do three to five exercises for three rounds. And then by the, it, I would remember saying to myself, man, I'm done warming up. And the first set, I, I would add weight each set. So by the time I was done with it, I remember looking around saying, man, I'm already have done more work than a lot of these guys who do a set and sit on the phone. They do a set and sit on the phone. They're doing lat pull downs. They, they put the phone right in front of the uh, piece of the machine that holds your legs down and they just do one exercise. I've already done five exercises, three rounds. I've completed 15 sets of work in, you know, 10 to 12 minutes and really what got me inspired to get back to this was, you know, a lot of my conversations with Matt Wenning. This stuff was just feeling great with getting me mentally and physically ready. And uh, then I'll go and do a heavy floor press and I'll use a lot of chain weight on the floor press. And when I'm done with the floor press, basically, let's say if I have five chains on each side, I grab the chains from each side, walk them over to the rack, do six to eight side raises. Grab the next set of chains, walk them over, six to eight side raises. So I would walk the chains and then bang out side raises. So instead of me just carrying and returning equipment, it always turned into me doing work. And then from there, <clears throat> I'm going to do a circuit or supersets of work. So I'm going to do dips and heavy one-arm rows for three to four sets. Then I'm going to do some sort of a tricep exercise and some sort of a seated cable row or lat pull down machine exercise. And I'm just attacking. So I, I would get this one main lift in, but before the workout was a lot of high rep work. Then you attack that main lift for strength and size. Then again, you go back and hit a circuit of work where you're attacking calisthenic exercises with machines and free weights. And I'm gonna tell you, it's an excellent way to build your GPP up. It's an excellent way to keep your wind going. So if you're limited on time, you're really moving quickly and aggressively. So it's a great form of muscular endurance and getting a little bit of aerobic work in. So your heart rate is pumping, but you're also working the muscles, not just the heart. And I did that for two months. And I got to tell you, the, the strength and size games, gains were evident. And that's really not easy for a guy that's almost 44, for a guy that's been training, lifting weights since age 13 and a half. So that's 30 years now, 30 years, 30 and a half years. And so the point being is there are certainly times where you're not going to have the flexibility to do that. And by the way, my time in and out of the gym was 45 minutes, sometimes a few minutes less than that. So I would drive there. <clears throat> about seven or eight minute drive, go upstairs, get changed, bang out my workout, 
grab a shake when I was done, and then hit the road. And when I was done with a training session, I would always do some hanging abs to get in some uh, distraction of the lower back and the shoulders, as, as well as resetting my back, resetting my trunk, and getting in my stability ab work. So we see these, I guess, you know, phases that the internet goes through, or people that talk about the all or nothing, like you've got to be a minimalist, or you could only do high volume, or you could only do conjugate. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. Everything works when you do the work. I am re- I'm repeating myself. Everything works when you do the work. So if you're not putting in the intensity, then it will not work. Now, for some of the athletes that I work with, I have mentioned this many times before, especially if you've attended the Underground Strength Coach and Sports Performance course, is that the athletes showing up are weaker than ever before and less prepared than ever before. I've got kids that are so, you know, lacking confidence and lacking coordination that you can't even set them up on a 45-degree back extension. They're scared of the world. I've got many athletes that cannot do push-ups. Forget about pull-ups. Push-ups are easier. You know, if you remember, if you're my age, in your 40s, you recall that as a kid, you were doing push-ups and dumbbell or barbell curls in your room. That was just the norm. Every kid on the block had some form of free weights in his garage or basement. There were dumbbells or a small barbell, you know, the standard bars. Everybody had weights. If you knew nothing, you knew three things. You knew push-ups, curls, and sprinting. And and that even reminds me, um, I remember seeing a, a neurosurgeon when I worked at the my first fitness center at, at a hospital. He'd come in at 6 a.m., and he actually was a former wrestler at Temple University. And uh, he'd come in, and he'd sprint hard on the treadmill. Then he would bench, and then he would curl. <laughs> it was like those three things he knew how to do, and it was just awe-inspiring to see Dr. Ken, Dr. Ken Liebman, go in there and just crushing those three exercises. Now, of course, not the most balanced of a program, but you know what? He was attacking. He was intense. And most kids today, they're so weak that they don't understand anything about intensity. So what you're trying to do is build some neuromuscular coordination through volume of work. And so they might have to do five sets of 10 of a dumbbell bench with 10-pound dumbbells. They might have to do five sets of five overhead press with 10-pound dumbbells. Uh, They're going to have to do farmer walks with 20 or 26-pound kettlebells for five sets of 100 feet. Otherwise, if they just do one set and you try to push them too hard, they are too weak to maintain structural integrity. The body needs to be in proper anatomical and technical positions during exercises. And so these weak athletes, they're beginners or even the intermediates. If they are pushed too hard, they will lose technique. Technique will degrade to being basically ineffective. They will not get results. And so you need to do a lot of the 5 by 5 and 5 by 10 volume work, 5 by 10 back extensions, walking lunges for two to three sets of 100 feet, 5 by 10 bodyweight squats, you know, 5 by 10 on the dumbbell bench, 5 by 10 on the pull-aparts. You need this bodybuilding work for them to build muscle. Then as you get stronger, 
right? You're deadlifting 405, 500 pounds, 600 pounds. You're not doing five by five with 600 pounds. You're working up to one or two very hard sets and then you are done. Then you are moving on to the next exercise. Now, yesterday I squatted, okay? I worked up to a heavy five, worked up to a heavy triple, and then I was done. A couple weeks ago, I went up to my Scotch Plains underground strength gym, and my coach had me work up. I, I jumped in with a group. We did two by five warm up, three by five working sets. My last set of five was the heaviest. Then we dropped weights about 25% and did another five by five. That was intense. That's volume work for an advanced athlete. You work up to a heavy five, a heavy triple, or maybe a heavy triple, heavy single. Then you drop back down 25, 35%, and then you bang out another three to five sets. That volume work helps put on the muscle. It also helps grease the groove of technique. So guys, I want you to start thinking about how you can apply a microcycle of volume training. I want you to head on over to ZachAvnesh.com, look at the YouTube video of Franco Colombo's intense chest workout, and I want you to just make adjustments and adapt for yourself. If I was to adjust this workout for myself, you know, I would choose, I would choose the main lifts first, so I'd get in my warm-up. I would hit my heavy pressing exercise, incline, flat, or floor press. Then I would do maybe two sets of flies, but I would superset them with the dips and the pullovers. Why? I'll tell you why. I love to attack the gym. I don't want to do a set and then wait around and rest. So the main lift is where the resting is happening, although I will sneak in some reset movements like a band pull apart, a face pull chest supported I's, Y's, and T's, things of that nature. And then we're attacking supersets and trisets. So there you go, my friends, volume training and the Strong Life Insider. Sometimes you got to chase the road to new jacked city. And I want to hear about how you guys are implementing this. So make sure when you're listening, you tag me on Instagram, you, you drop a comment on this YouTube video with Franco's training. And of course, I would appreciate you guys if you shared it with a friend and left a five-star review. The Strong Life Insider needs, we need more reviews because I'm starting to post a little bit more on the Insider and a little bit less on the Strong Life Podcast. That doesn't mean the Strong Life Podcast is over, but right now, there's only nine reviews on the Strong Life Insider. Guys, I need 90 reviews, 900 reviews, so don't be a lazy listener. It takes you two minutes, open up that iPhone, scroll down, leave a five-star review, and then write up a few sentences. My man, Coach Pritch, I could always count on him. And Benny B was actually the first guy to leave a review. He says, this podcast is unique in the best way possible. It is educational, inspirational, and very entertaining to listen to. Each episode is jam-packed with quality material. Without a doubt, my new favorite podcast. And then my man, Coach Pritch, you know, I went overboard these past two times with longer podcasts, but he says, Zach continues to bring it in his mission to inspire and improve the world through strength that transcends the gym walls. The Strong Life Insider will help you get your day started on the right path. 
either through some inspiration or whatever, quote, advices, unquote, he happens to be dropping that day. Give Z five minutes of your day. You won't be disappointed. Why do I always say advices? My friend, watch Pumping Iron when Arnold talks about giving Franco the wrong advices. All right, guys, coming up soon is the Underground Strength Coach Certification. Send me an email if you want to get after it now. If you are all about speed and taking action and don't want to wait until December, if you're a strength coach, guys, I'm putting my certification up against anybody's, okay? This isn't, you know, theory and what I think works. It is what is proven to work through building hammers in my gym since the garage days of 2001 or 2002, guys. It is close to 20 years of training athletes and building hammers. Hit me up with an email, undergroundstrengthcoach at gmail.com, and I will talk to you guys soon. I'm out.